Hello and welcome back to Rambles from the Garden. I'm your host, Rob. I'm here with Nick Rinaldi and Carlos Ramia. Guys, I'm going to cut you off ever so slightly just because I want to take a brief 15 minutes of silence to um, mourn the loss of both the New York Knicks and the Phoenix Suns in the NBA playoffs. And I, I have a little and number the here. Oh. And the Warriors and the Warriors. I have a little number here, uh, if you wouldn't mind. I'm going to... All right. That doesn't have to keep dragging on. Amen. But yes, as we all know, those of you listening, the New York Knicks were bounced from the playoffs last night after a crushing loss to the Miami Heat in game six. Jalen Brunson had a major turnover in, I want to say, the last two minutes that could have ultimately gone to Josh Hart and became an N1 three-pointer, in my opinion. But um, here we are. We were all drunk as fuck in my apartment last night and just cheering on these guys and they fought they they lost fighting they went out swinging that's all i wanted from them if they were going to lose in game six and now we're here to discuss um carlos ramia's favorite teams 1a being the suns 1b being or yeah 1b being the warriors also got bounced uh in the past few days from the playoffs <laughs> kevin durant's notorious yeah, show being uh what the warriors they're not 1b yeah, just yeah. Curry. Curry. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, we're all Curry, Curry fans here, so I get it. I was also a little upset they lost because I'm obviously one of the most resident LeBron haters in history. But, um, yeah, I mean, guys, feel free to chime in now. I, I, I need a little bit of time to still register that the Knicks are having playoffs. Well, what a game last night, though. Brunson, uh, I know you mentioned – that last play, but 41 points. Yeah, I know. I know. 41 points, shots. man. He, he put the team much. on his fucking back. That, that's no yeah. joke. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to win a game when your other two guys go four for 24. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. It was a, uh, it was a, honestly like it was a well fought series. Um, I think the Knicks were riding a little high off that Cavaliers win, which, you know, forced them to like make some pretty bad mistakes in like game one game two we just we just barely won a games three and four it's just like you know we weren't focused the heat just sort of outplayed us on the boards and you know it was just a little too late um you know brunson what could you say about him i mean 41 points in 45 minutes on 14 to 22 shooting two days after he played all 48 minutes of a game um crazy man it's it's just so it's so nuts how like valuable he is to this team um and how good of a signing that was uh how much he's being underpaid and honestly how underrated he is and now the whole league is on watch um and he's bringing oh, yeah. back to the knicks so you know as also as a resident knicks fan i'm sad but you know i didn't even have second round expectations at all we made it to game six the young guys got a lot of playoff experience I mean, RJ, you know, had a poor game last night shooting, but he still went downhill. He was still nine to ten from the free throw line. Um, he still played some decent defense, and that's this is good playoff exposure, even for him, for Obi, Quentin Grimes, you know, guys like that. So in the next yeah, department. So not too. To sad. RJ Barrett's defense too. Um, in game was one and two of the Cavaliers series. You guys know especially how mad he was making me, but uh, I mean, 
from game three and beyond, he was pretty much the second best contributor on the team. And last night he did have an unfortunate shooting percentage. Um, you know, I would say that he may have not gotten the benefit of a whistle that's been helping him in some of the recent games as well. So he did have go nine to 10 from the free throw line, but the other, like, I want to say, what was it? He was one of 13, one of, one of 10. One of 10. Yeah. Like there were a few of those shot attempts last night that maybe he should have gotten a few more free throws thrown his way, but obviously that's up for debate. Uh, you can't blame the refs for everything as much as I know I was complaining about the referees uh, throughout the series. Um, RJ Barrett getting that experience, though, as a contributor in that stage is huge for the future of the team. Uh, this is assuming also that after this, uh, in the offseason this year, there aren't some major moves done because now that we have a sample size of Randall in the playoffs and just the Knicks in general in the playoffs now with Jalen Brunson as the core member of the team, um, I, I think some some changes would have to be made to elevate the team beyond just a second round exit. And obviously, we could discuss that another time. But that's where my time head's better at. than the now. That is uh, true. It's becoming more and more apparent yeah. that Barrett's going to be better probably without Randall. Like they can't yeah. really coexist. Yeah. So yeah, it, that that's been kind of a a concept that's up in the air for the past four seasons. You know. R.J. Barrett gets drafted in 2019 and Randall gets signed that same year. And you could see from the get-go that they were kind of redundant of one another. And R.J. Barrett, obviously, is the younger player. He's the cheaper player right now. And, um, you know, we, you would want to see him kind of thrive and grow into this role that he was expected to have when he got drafted third overall. And, uh, you know, most likely the onus is on Julius Randall. And he might end up being the scapegoat that gets moved somehow with whatever value he's got left. And, um, you know, the, the Knicks might need to upgrade at the wing. That That's always an option. Uh, you know, if you see people talk about getting stretch fours or stretch bigs somewhere down there, I can't even pinpoint players, to be honest. Um, and I haven't looked into it myself. Christoph Porzingis is probably like the only big consider. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, the reunion tour with Christoph's would be Crazy. quite interesting, to say the least. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Crazy. It, it's all speculation at this point. Um, you, you know, as the summer goes on and stuff, you'll see guys like Ian Begley and you know, other Knicks insiders talking about connections to trade talks and who the Knicks are inquiring about. And then we'll get more speculation and so on and so forth. But I would like to see the Knicks upgrade at the wing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they have to move off Randall, I, I'm fine with it personally. You know, he gave what he could to this team, but he he's the odd man out, I would say. So, yeah, I mean, us Knicks fans, we always want a scapegoat. You know, it seems like whenever there's been struggles the last four seasons, it's been Randall or Tibbs. Lately this season, it's been RJ. Um, you know, God forbid I say it, if we run into some struggles next year, it, he's not this type of player. But, you know, knowing this fan base, I could see people blaming Brunson for stuff. Like, it's just the way Knicks fans sort of roll. But in terms of upgrades, um, yeah, I think the Randall experiment is over. I mean, it's just like regular season. You got to respect it. You know, he put on, he improved from last season, but he's not a playoff type of player. His decision-making is so questionable. Um, he's very moody type of player. And it, it was just clear, you know, he was tough on the boards and like we needed his scoring presence, but like, you know, who could we have, whose presence could we have, scoring presence could we have to replace him where it's like, 
that player has a better basketball IQ and makes better decisions and like isn't prone to turnovers, you know? I mean, obviously, there's big fish that I want to look at as a Knicks fan with our assets and stuff, whether it's a package of some of our young guys. You know, I, I and and before I get into that, I think honestly, I think anyone if you ask me, anyone's on the table outside of Brunson, obviously to move like i think it's just you build it around him um yeah. i think if you can keep a couple of the young guys and the young guys include barrett grimes Toppin, and quickly those are the four young core if you can find a way to keep one of them or two of them in a trade you have to but you know obviously the big fishers like someone like jalen brown you know like a really versatile wing you know like developing into a two-way player um and you know, you got to monitor his situation because I think he has a player option next year and then he'll be on the market. You know, there's talks to like, can the Celtics afford him? Do they want to trade that? Again, it's like, why would the Celtics want Randall and like quickly and like a bunch of like that would make no sense. Like they have a good formula, but you know, negotiations and you know, things can surprise you. We're always surprised in the off season. I think another guy down the road, which I honestly think the Knicks are, um, Knicks fans gearing are, are, are gearing up for, but I think the front, I think, fans aren't ready but the front office honestly has been taking a look is honestly you got to monitor phoenix and you got to look at book straight up because i think he's had connections with leon rose that was his agent um new york's is this massive massive market um and he would fit right in and he would be the definitive number one for sure and he, i think um his game would fit well next to you know brunson whether you oh, let yeah. go of barrett i mean if you brought in here's the thing if you brought in booker with randall and brunson that's still an amazing team um yeah because then rand you have randall it with this like i'm the number three guy mentality and just you know you let him do his thing he plays more and within the flow um but i don't know i think you got to move off him i think some moves you can make in the immediate term is like you got to get off Rose and Fournier, I think. Maybe you want to keep Rose oh, yeah. in a veteran presence, but money-wise, you want to get off Fournier. He knows he's going to be traded. He said it last night um, yeah, in the press conference. I don't know. If you want to get some shooting, some defensive shooting wings. I think you want to look at DiVincenzo. You don't know what the Warriors are going to do. Um, there's there's someone else I was thinking of, too, that might be a free agent. Um, off the top of my head. I don't know. I love Mitchell Robinson. We just Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant's another guy. I, Grant, he may yeah. be a little bit more hefty, but who knows? And I think we just signed Mitchell Robinson the past offseason, but, you know, if we get a package going, I think, you know, if you want to look at, a, a, you know, a shot blocker that can shoot, I think, you know, if you can go in on Miles Turner, maybe, you know. That's yeah, just Miles an improvement. Turner. It's an improvement defensively, and he can stretch the floor. And, like, what we learned from this year, you learned some flaws. We didn't have a lot of shooting. Hart is a dog for sure, but his shot, like and what it matters most, isn't that good. Grimes is a little too young to be consistent. Quickly didn't play, and the lights were a bit too bright. So you need like legit knockdown shooters. Um, and I think those are some immediate upgrades. You know, the offseason, get a wing, get a guy like Fournier that can play defense. You know, and yeah. um, I think that should be the first focus, and then see what we can do. I mean, you're gonna have another year of our young guys, so. You know, I don't I can't see any major, major moves happening this offseason, but you're looking after this offseason and Brunson's contract is declining. Like he this is the most he's getting paid is this year. Same thing with Barrett. Same thing with Mitchell Robinson. You know, those are good, good contracts. Um, and yeah, you know, that's yeah. my two cents right now on like moves we can make based on this series. Would you guys for trade Randall for Towns? Oh, there's been talks of that, man. There's been real, real talks. Um, that's tough. That's, that's, it's tough. I mean, I don't know. 
My my beef with with it is that it's it would be eerily similar to what Minnesota tried doing and not succeeding at, in my opinion. And you got to look at the contract ha- too. It's, he's making yeah. like he's gonna make like sixty million or something in like 2027, 2028. So I just don't know if he's worth that money. And I'm pretty sure my numbers are correct on that, but um, I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's a a good question. I mean, Towns is 27. At the end of the day, he can shoot, you the, know, but yeah, he is one of the best shooting bigs in the game. Uh, my issue too with him though is is I've also seen him in the playoffs and he hasn't really been this elite performer. <sighs> And he's not really a good defender from yeah. everything I read and see about him. Oh my God, he's got a good offensive bag. Sorry, no, not so. And the other thing is, I'm in fairness, regular season injury history is always something I look at. But as long as he's healthy in the playoffs, I'm not really so concerned. Sure. But I mean, it's just another issue where you're sacrificing defensive presence, and um, you know, not having this. Oh God. Oh yeah, he's gonna be making sixty yeah, million. Yeah, it's not a good org- thing, but it's like this season he made thirty three million, next year thirty six, and then it jumps up to pretty much fifty million, and then fifty three, and then he's got that player option for sixty. It's like I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Cat player option for sixty million. Yeah, bro. Cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a player option. So you know, Cat was. I mean, you know, the weird thing with Randall too is like I don't feel like his contract is really that bad when you think of it. It's, like, uh, it's really not that bad based on what you're getting. It's just he can't perform in the playoffs. We need playoff guys. You know, like, yeah, that's that should be our focus. We know we can make the playoffs at this point. Like, we know we're good. You got to think of the East teams like we're better than Atlanta. Miami is going to be another year older next year, despite what they're doing now. Respect to them. Um, Indiana's cute, but like they're not going to really do anything. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like the future, like. If the Sixers lose tomorrow, who knows what they're going on with that situation. So we're looking good. We need to get guys for playoff basketball, guys that are going to be consistent and are going to be good um, and don't have any major weaknesses for 16-20 game period. Trying to win a chip out here. That's This should be the focus after making the second round, you know? Yeah, and Brunson looks like he's a guy who could maybe be the number one on the championship team it's, if he's putting up 41 points in the relation game. But shit, if he's number two, you know. Oh, you said Rob is possible the recording stuff. Yeah, because I'm looking at it and it says it's only been recording for five and a half minutes, which can't be right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're still hopefully going. We're to, yeah, we're gonna keep going. But um, yeah, I mean, from the outside looking in too, Carlos, uh, what would you say is an upgrade, or what would you say is a pressing matter for New York? Obviously. You follow it because we live together, and I'm a Knicks fan, and Naldi's a Knicks fan, so you've watched with it. I just think, uh, as somebody who's defended Randall a lot, because I think Randall puts up 25 points and 10 rebounds, like that matters. But if he can't do it in the playoffs, it doesn't matter anymore. I think he's just got to go. I think he's also a guy who needs to take a lot of shots. Like I don't think he'll ever be like a good. Take, takes 12 shots, makes Never. six of them. He, he's got to take 20 shots, and if he's off, you lose the game because he dominates the ball. He scores so slowly. All of his shots are so difficult, which is also why it doesn't translate as well for the playoffs because, yeah. you know, everything just becomes harder and tougher. So I think they got to get off Julius. I, I would call Portland, see if they want to do a sign-and-trade for Jeremy Grant. If Jeremy Grant's going to leave, why not just try to give Portland that because Portland's – probably wants to just do whatever they can to make Dame happy. 
Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. do that, or I would do try to find a way to get OG and Anobi. Because uh, if he's still on the market or whatever, I don't know what's happening with that. Uh, I just think Randall's got to go. I think just shooting, like you guys mentioned, because Josh Hart was, like, cool and all that, but, like, he doesn't put the ball in the basket enough. And those transition, I felt like during the regular season, I'd see him do that same basic righty layup in transition, like, three times a game, but you don't get as many of those in the playoffs when everything slows down and it comes down to, like, a lot of half-court basketball. I mean, yesterday's game was 96 to 92, like – yeah. And Brunson had 41 points. Like, if you yeah. look at the box score, it's actually kind of just sickening, like, to see how much he had to do with how little help he got. Um, yeah. Against a Miami team that I also, like, my, Miami didn't – nobody had a great night on Miami, really. No. Nope. Like, their bench gave them, like, 27 points, but, like, they play a lot of minutes, their bench. Like, Kyle Lowry's pretty much a starter. Uh, Kevin Love's kind of really the bench guy. He just, like, starts halves. But yesterday was a really winnable game. I'm not really going to put it on tips, uh, any of that stuff. I'm, I'm not, like, thinking that he needs yeah. to be fired or anything, but it would be nice if they could figure out something to do on offense besides just, like, pick and roll. Like, it, it's, it's just putting everything on Brunson's shoulders, and, like, that can work for a game, but, like, he can't do that – every game of the playoffs next year. Like, they need to figure out something where they have more actions kind of going on. And yeah. then they can do the pick and roll kind of like to end the game because you just want the ball in your best player's hands. Yeah, t- Tibbs very rarely – like, every so often you'll see a motion set that works. Um, there's a lot of those uh, – almost like the elevator door screens that the the Warriors yeah. run. A lot of the times you also see the, the double screen up top where, you know, one guy on either side and then something happens. But far too often you end up seeing, for instance, Brunson bring the ball up and then Randall gets the ball not even in really the high post. It's somewhere between the high post and the top of the key and tries to operate out of there with a dribble move or a dribble package that he doesn't really – he hasn't mastered yet. Um, I, I Like you said, it slows things down. Um, you know, people used to criticize Melo about being the ball stopper for doing the similar stuff. And at the end of the day, you really can't expect a power forward to hold the ball for eight seconds of the shot clock and create out of that, especially when no guys are on the perimeter or not moving around. Um, it's not like R.J. Barrett, some sort of knockdown shooter. It's not like Mitch Robinson has any sort of offensive game outside of offensive rebounding and putbacks. He did try putting the moves on Bam last night a couple of times, but he's really not – he's never done that. He's not really that kind of player. And then, like Nolte said, Grimes is a shooter in theory, but uh, he's still young. This is his first playoffs. And he was also, I don't know how really banged up he was after getting uh, knocking knees with Bam the other day, but you know he was still suffering some, some sort of injury probably. And he also just has been inconsistent. So getting those veteran shooters definitely would change a lot. Uh, the Jeremy Grant idea, I don't hate. I've been a fan of him since Denver mostly. You know, I had him in fantasy like when he was on the Sixers, and he was cool. But um, as far as like being an actually enjoyable player to watch and seeing his impact, he he had a nice uh, moment in Denver. And ever since, I think he's been a guy that should definitely be a target for any team that wants to contend. 
So you know, be Grant's, interesting. Grant's interesting because I actually feel like, based on the way we want to play, like he is an upgrade offensively and defensively from Randall. He is. He's I a good defender. I just, feel like, I just feel like it's an upgrade in terms of like, not saying that like he's better than Randall, but based on Carlos, like how you described, like Randall, it, he takes a while to get to to make shots. Um, he really slows the game down. Jeremy Grant's a little bit different um, in his play style, so I think just that's it's more of like he's more of like a modern power forward a bit. Um, I think that's a good one. I'm thinking of like also other upgrades too. Like if you can find a way to get Gary Trent, like that that's a perfect guy to add. You know what I'm saying? Kuzma, Kuzma's gonna want money, um, but oh, Kuzma's also a cool one. Okay, never mind, never mind. I just got trolled. So, okay, sorry. I saw a crazy <laughs> report. A crazy report. Sorry, continue. Oh wait, wait, wait. We oh. everybody wants to know what the report was. I, for, Wait, yeah, I, I know a, what, that, what you're talking about. It was a fake Shams account, and it said the Warriors informed Steve Kerr that we'll be renewing his contract for another season. Oh, my God. Oh. I just got fooled. I got ball sacked. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I got teabagged, man. I was like, what? So, uh, crazy. Uh, do either of you two know what Jeremy Grant is going to be worth on the market? Because after this season, the, the end of his contract with Portland now – he made twenty point nine million, whatever. Um, like I don't know what his market is. He's going to be twenty nine. So if you, there's some uh, way that you can structure a deal that equates to what Randall's worth, oh, his contract is get, up. That's right. Yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent right now. And I mean, after the year that Portland had, I don't know that he's really going to want to go back. You know, I think he's I don't worth probably. Portland. I think he's worth probably about the the same as he's making right now. His max is. Thing. I think four years, 112, the Portland offered. Uh, it says, like, during the That's season. But I think he actually gets a higher max in free agency. Maybe it's, like, four years, 130. I would go up to four years, 130. Oh, uh, like, I think he can make $30 million a year in, in today's yeah. NBA. Just because, honestly, that's not too yeah. bad, all things considered, for a guy yeah. who's going to start games. That's pretty much what Randall yeah. gets. It's more than Randall gets, yeah. but... You'll fit better, I think. Than yeah. will. I think they got to resign I, I, Josh Hart, though. But that money will come from getting off forty. But it's like, how are you going to get off forty? Are you going to or or Rose? Like, are you going to attach a pick? Like, I don't know what the plan is. Do you well, want to even Derek, attach attach picks? Like, Derek Rose's contract. If uh, what I saw was, it's a team option. So if they just re- reject it, I think he's off the books. So he would have free agency choices to go elsewhere. Derek Rose. It was like a 15.6 club option. So, um, you know, you let that go. That's 16 million off the books right there. You could help, you know, eat that up with Josh Hart. And then, like Carlos said, if you sign and trade for Jeremy Grant, which I think would still be possible, he was acquired via a sign and trade as well. Uh, that That's what it says, at least. Um, I mean, it was when you got to Detroit. I don't, I don't really know. But, I mean, I would comfortably pay close to 30 million for Jeremy Grant. He's ever so slightly less points per game than Randall, more efficient and a better three-point shooter for the past four years than Randall's been um, with the plus defense. So Jeremy Grant is a guy that I would definitely keep my eyes on. He also went to college at Syracuse, so he's back in New York. Yeah. You know, I would like to see it. Wow, so it's interesting. So we have – 
So Rose is a team option. Fournier has another. So they're probably going to decline D Rose this offseason. Fournier has the team option 2024, 2025. But that's more tradable if you're like, hey, let me dump you to one of these teams. It's one year and then you decline it if you don't want them. So that's that's double. Shout out to Leon Rose because it's like you're looking ahead. You know, when you're signing yeah. these contracts, I think there's another team option, but I think that was like Alec Burks and Noel, but they're already out of here. Yeah, yeah, you know? th- those guys had it too. It, the the year after the playoffs, uh, 21, they re-signed Burks, Noel, Rose, and whoever yeah. else yeah. to team options. I, I think uh, Fournier was the team option too. So you that that is tradable, yeah, because it's just. I bring back Burks to come off the bench for sure. 100%. I was just thinking, Burks could have been. Bro, good for if, you guys this year. series, if he we had him off the bench, oh my god, he'd be scared. But we were using him in the Brunson role last year, so it yeah. was like not yeah. gonna work out. Like that could work out, but he would have been so good. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna be the Knicks. We'll see. We'll we'll see what they do. I trust in the front office now. You know, the Brunson signing was a home run. Um, you know. Resigning Mitch was good. You got to sign your guys. You had to pay RJ. The thing is, we're talking about like paying quickly. Oh, uh, what like free agents can we sign? Like who's on the market? I'm not not paying paying quickly. Well, I mean, play, paying hard. But yeah, that's what I wanted to get talking about. Is like quickly. Like you now have to. You're gonna have to extend him. You got to talk about what you want to do with Obi. You know, you gotta have to start thinking about these things now. Um, this season, they they were in year three, right? So. You know, yeah, I think that I think they year. picked up Obi's fourth option though, a fourth year option already though. Yeah, they like, did. He's they, good. They did, but this season is when they're gonna have to offer extensions. Um, and what kind of money are they gonna, you know, are they really gonna have, you know, or what kind of money they're gonna offer? I mean, Obi Toppin's twenty five years old. You know. Yeah. Twenty three. He's a restricted free agent next season, so. <laughs> I yeah, say I mean, you there's a lot to go get... to free agency and whoever gives him the highest offer, you see what it is. I don't think yeah. Obi's that good. Where yeah, I don't think he's that good. Quickly's the crazy one. Quickly's tough, man. It, with Obi, it's like, I don't think he's like, I, 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 I love him, obviously, but like, I don't think it's like Tibbs' fault that like he's not that good for playing him. Like, I think Tibbs, you're going to play Randall as your guy. Like, it's not like playing Obi was going to become, I think he could have been like, if he was a starter, he'd be like 18 and eight on like, not the best efficiency, but like, you know, but yeah, of course, it's of course if he was starting. Yeah. It's just, it sucks because Obi kind of comes in and he's like your shooter off the bench. And he's not even a shooter. And like, he's not even, that's how he's used. Best. He did go last time, but Obi's per 36 numbers are kind of nuts. It's like, like last season it was like 19 and eight, you know, like yeah, yeah. he, he he has the potential. I would say Obi Toppin has the potential to be a better player than what he is because we've seen it. We've seen the flashes of him being actually a very viable contributor. But the thing is, he operates too much in open space, which the Knicks are so bad at generating. I mean, they were. I think the Knicks were the third slowest team in the league this year, or fourth slowest team in the league. Like Obi Toppin, when he's out, just gets an offensive rebound or doesn't, and then just cuts up the sideline and is out in space and running freely. That's how you generate his points. He, he buries himself in the corners to shoot, and his efficiency from three started very high this year and then completely declined because he's just not a three-point shooter. He was shooting two shots a game from three in college, shooting close to like 35% or whatever it was. It, it was really wasn't really efficient, and now he's just being forced into that role. He's not a stretch four. That's just simply how it is. I would love to see him actually get used correctly, 
Um, but I mean, that's where I kind of blame Thibodeau for certain stuff because how do you not know your personnel to to make it so he's in a successful role? You know what I mean? We we always talk about guys putting their uh, coaches putting their guys in places to succeed. And I just feel like I haven't seen that happen with Obi. And I understand it's because Randall's there. Um, you know, he has to play the majority of the minutes. But It's tough because uh, I think the Knicks play too slow, but it is based on who they have. Like, Rand- that's how Randall operates. Brunson's yeah, also not like a, a speedy guy. Barrett isn't. And they're, they are bad in transition. Like, when <laughs> they get in transition, they don't score, some, like, a lot of the time. They make bad passes. Or they turn it over, yeah. It's... At, like that's part of the thing that that's what was cool with Hart in the regular season because it'd be like whoa you just get these random fast break points that you're not used to seeing as much from them and it's yeah Obi would help with that but like they're just that's not their game at the moment I just think Obi would be better just on a lot of different teams I think with Tibbs I think he just wants to see him not give up as many like open shots like he gets kind of lost and yeah. all watches I think yeah. a little bit which yeah, he's is not tough because he's back line. Yeah, you don't want, like, the guy in the back giving up cuts and things like that. It's a similar thing that's happened in Golden State uh, with Kaminga. Kaminga doesn't play because he played, like, five minutes or something in, like, game one against Sacramento, I think it was, and he was just bad. And then all season, like, he wasn't hasn't been really a good rebounder. He had the comment now where he talked about rebounding. He needs to rebound like Looney, but, like, all the other stuff – like, that's the stuff that I like about Randall is that he does rebound. And if you yeah. did switch for Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant's not a good rebounder. So, like, you yeah. need Mitch, and you you kind of have a small team. Like, if you have Brunson as your point, Barrett as your yeah. three. Like, I, I don't know how – Barrett's not a big three. He, no. he could be a big two, but – Yeah, he's a big two. He, he's a strong player, though. So, you know, he, even though he gives up a little bit in height for three – out of three, he could still kind of hold his own ground, I think. Um, but yeah, Randall's the best rebounder on the floor every night. Uh, but going back to like an earlier point, Naldi even said where uh, if you get that number one option and thir- Randall accepts that he's third in the pecking order, you know, I, like we don't need 25 a game from Randall. We needed it this year, obviously, because nobody else was really stepping up to do so. And, you know, he's been there four years now. He was an all NBA and all star two years ago. Um, so you just expect him to be doing that. But, you know, let's say in the event that the Knicks got a booker, right? Like, Randall going down to sub-20 points per game but still rebounding the way he is and putting in more effort on defense, that's what you want from him, ultimately. Uh, so, I don't think you're going to get that. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. He's I mean, also not you, a good catch-and-shoot player, which is unfortunate. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll say my piece on the Knicks. You know, mm-hmm. they're out. It's over now, but it's been four years. And watching him for four years, him and RJ don't fit. Ship him out. That's it. That's it. Yeah, in the words, like it's, in the words of it. Yash Gandhi, ship him out. Shout out. Ship him out. That's it. You know, there's. It's a tough decision for the front office, like on what kind of package yeah. you can get. It's 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 time, man. It's it's time. You know. Yeah, but but that's a that's kind of the whole. Uh, I don't know what's the, the stepping stone here is. Now you have come to a point where you have to make the tough decision. Well, you know, after know. after the year he was all NBA and he was due for a contract, um, it was optically the right choice to be like, look, you just got us to the playoffs and you were an all NBA player. You deserve this contract extension and the money that he got it for. And you could argue that 
even though last year was a mess, this year he was he's being underpaid. But then he folds in the playoffs and it just exposes the roller coaster of what Randall's been since he's been here. So, you know, again, I appreciate him. Um, I appreciate what he's brought to the team, but I, I would say that the experiment and the, the role change has to happen. He he needs to go somewhere else where um he he doesn't need to be leaned on as much. Yeah. So and I guess you know, he he has, on the other side of the country, the, yeah, the West Knicks Coast. are trying to open their championship window and the Warriors has it closed. Do you guys think the Warriors, as is with Clay, Steph, and Green, do you think that their last night was it? I don't know. I think they can run. Well, I, here's the thing I'm trying to remember. Like, contracts are up, right? Like, Draymond's contract is up. He's going to be looking for a new one, or is he, like, on his last year? You know, I think he has a player option, but I'm yeah, unsure. Yeah. There was oh, a right there's an yeah he does he's got a um, he's got a player option. Um, I think he opts out. Yeah, man, I think he does. Um, he's gonna go to L.A. to be with his lover. Yeah, I think. But he, he doesn't will. fit on that team. I don't think. Really I, I know, but he'll just want to go to like Ryan Cote. I think he. I think he. I think if you're Draymond, you go to you know if you opt out. Well, to answer your question, Carlos, I don't know because like with they still have Steph and the curse system and schemes are like really good they defend and rebound well you know you got looney who just like had an amazing playoffs as your center um depends what they try to do it's like is that formula clay you know clay's legs aren't really there anymore um steph is still steph that's still your superstar i mean top five guy in the league i don't know it depends what they want to do i mean this team isn't like the 2016 2015 team um but they pretty much had the same team as last year. And then this year, you know, the West got tougher. You see the Grizzlies are going to be, again, they're going to be good next year. Um, you know, you got uh, Denver doing their thing. The Lakers beat them. I mean, the Lakers, this season's not even over. But, like, if LeBron is just going to play like this again next year, that's fine. Like, the Lakers are still going to be in good shape. Like, the Lakers, shout out J. Rich Goodman on Twitter. He said with the Lakers, like, they made deadline moves and they hit big. Like that's they pretty did. much what they did. They had big, so why not retain those guys? They got to talk about paying Reeves. Anyways, I don't want to digress on that, but I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good answer. But I think Draymond, real quick on him, I think he does opt out. And if you're him, I think you look at like Denver or something. You know what I mean? Like you look at a team where you Dallas can, maybe. Yeah, maybe Dallas. Like you, like Draymond. He 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 he's like wants to win. He's gonna go somewhere. That he wants to win. Imagine he goes to Memphis. That's crazy. He replaces fucking Dylan Brooks. I don't That'd think so. That'd be funny. Um, but you know, how much money will he command? I don't know. He's kind of got like a Randall contract, and offensively, he's not that valuable. But like a team that plays sort of like a motion offense, he'll be valuable. So I'm trying to think of teams that sort of pass the ball well. And wonder you wonder yeah. how he'd do on on Boston. But like Boston, they have defensive guys. You know, Miami. like. Uh, yeah, Miami's a, a thought up there. Um, you know, I don't know. That's a good question, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Warriors, I think, would definitely be poised for – they're going to break down soon. I don't know that it's going to be this summer, but, you know. I think I, they, need a, they need another guy. Like, I think yeah. that as a core, they can't win a championship if those are your top three guys anymore. Well, they're not even your top three guys because Wiggins is better than – I think Draymond and Clay at this stage. Yeah. Uh, Maybe but, you try to go for Dame. It, 
Come on, uh, Jeremy Grant's another interesting guy yeah. for them too. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, Jeremy yeah, Grant's interesting true. for everybody because he yeah. can just kind of plug and yeah. play anywhere. They were going in for OG and Anobi at the deadline, but supposedly didn't do it because they wanted to keep Kaminga. But now they don't play Kaminga, so I don't know. Their hope was what that if... Moody or Kaminga would have stepped up. And, yeah. and it's also based on a lot of just Jordan Poole. If Jordan Poole was as good yeah. as he was oh, last year man. right now, they'd probably still be, they'd be playing the Nuggets. And I think that's another component to think about, too, in terms of like their dynasty. Like, is this the end? It's like you've had that you, you've had this sort of chemistry sort of breakdown kind of stemming back to the punch, you know, the infamous punch. Yeah. You know, something's been out of sync and Poole had a bad, bad playoffs and he's making more than R.J. Barrett, you know. So um, and that contract's yeah. about to start this year. He made all, four million next year. He's making twenty eight million. That's yeah. oof. That's that's scary. You're scared. You know, I'm scared. So, you know, um, regardless, I mean, he he had a decent year. I mean, he shot 43 percent from the field and 33 percent from three. So actually not really. He looks literally like he just got paid and regressed. So that's a tough one, man. You know, they're they're You know, Bob Myers and that organization, like they've done really, really good things at making, um, you know, building a championship team. But you still have Steph. That's all that really matters. You take it from there. You won four chips, eight championships. Like, I think the NBA is changing now. You know, it's the Warriors era. It, here's the thing. Like, I think they can still compete. But, like, is the dynasty over? I, I guess technically because, like, they didn't make the finals again. Um, and yeah. every year that they've been healthy, they've made the finals in this iteration of that team. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think, um, yeah, I mean, if they didn't make the finals this year, it's like, you still have Steph as that core guy, um, but I mean the NBA is changing, and the NBA doesn't care, you know, about your dynasty. Like you got to build, you know, you got to build now. So I don't, you know. There's no what longer, if there was? Go ahead, guys. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, um, you know, we saw rumblings of it. I think I want to say like three years ago, but. If the the Warriors went after like Giannis into the Kumpo, well, you got to take a bounced. massive swing. You have to if you want to. Oh yeah, yeah. Gian, the the Bucks get bounced. They were the first seed this year. They get bounced, and then um, they fire Budenholzer. So the primary goal, I guess, right now would just be get a new coach and run it back. You know, you didn't have Middleton healthy all year. He really only started playing more, getting down to the end of the season, and then going into the playoffs. Um, Giannis got hurt during the playoffs, which didn't help them. Um, but I mean, you know, Giannis has been this guy for loyalty and stuff, but you saw how frustrated he was after the the loss and that reporter kind of going back to a question that touched a nerve from the year prior. What is failure? What is failure? And then, yeah, like you don't want to get a raise at your, you get a raise at your job. You don't get a raise at your job. That's a failure. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's clearly taking something to heart. Um, obviously there's been no open discussion that he is unhappy in Milwaukee or that they're even shopping Giannis or like whatever, but the Warriors are coming apart, I would say. And then you got an aging Draymond Green and an aging Clay Thompson after returning from two years of injury and then Curry's aging too, but you know, he's still proved that he's that guy. So having another, the guy similar to when Durant first came over there. You know, it'd be interesting to see if Warriors went after Giannis and just threw it all in to try and get some more rings before Curry retires. Yeah. 
I just think Giannis is pretty much ungettable. Like you, yeah. you have to get him yeah. in free agency. He has to decide. Like, all right, I'm yeah. leaving the Bucks. Which the Bucks yeah. will not trade him. They want a chip with him. They legit want a chip with him. Like they're not, you know. Yeah, yeah I think fair. they'd be happy with whatever happens over the next twenty years, as long as Giannis is there. You know, he's one of those. Yeah. He's the face of their franchise. You, if you're the Warriors, do you try to do a trade for Durant? You know, it's interesting. I'm just trolling. <laughs> but but am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, Durant's only been there a year. He's got one more year, and then he'll ask out of Phoenix. Yeah, he'll so. be out of there. Yeah, if the, um, if the Suns don't do it again next year, then, yeah, he's asking out. Yeah. You've seen this movie before. I don't know, man. Everything we discussed, all the hypotheticals, like after these last couple offseasons, nothing will be shocking to me. Like I just know something like – Something uh, unexpected moves will always be made, you know. So it, it, the Warriors getting eliminated, it's like I'm sad, but like I'm happy because like now under pressure, like I want to see what they do, you know, what kind of moves they make. Yeah, you know? for sure, that's gonna be super interesting. We can talk about Phoenix now because that's a that's a different, interesting conversation too. That is another fun story, you know. DeAndre Ayton drama, Monty Williams drama, Devin Booker, I think Monty Williams drama. Is- Williams is out. Yeah, I think he should be out, yeah. I, I think, think he's... CP3's cooked. Yeah, CP3's CP3 Cooked. Retire. Yeah. The, the only thing is, like, it's another speculative, like, who do they get? I know there was talks about possibly um, before signing the offer sheet for DeAndre, and he went to – he wanted to go to Indiana, right? That's what it was. Miles Turner. So getting Miles Turner, yeah. You Miles Turner, I think, get, would be actually yeah, a great Miles Turner, and, and I know, Carlos, you said to a hypothetical Trey Young, but who do you even have to – you know, what assets do you have? Do now there are no assets that? now that they've gotten KD. Oh, yeah. Their assets are players. So they got to trade Aiden for hopefully like Turner, and they got to trade Paul for cap room, honestly, so you can yep. just sign mid-level guys. If you yep. could get like a Dante DiVincenzo, that'd be yeah. cool. Uh, if you Kuzma, could get, I don't know, but that's Kuz, Kuzma's interesting. I think he's just priced out, unfortunately, for Phoenix. Yeah, I, I'd like to see where Kuzma goes because in the right fit, I think that whole Washington trio, Kuzma, Porzingis, and Beal, is very interesting because it's like them three together, it's like booty. But like, where could all three of them go in different places around the league to make an impact? You know, it's yeah. very curious. They're both like, like Beal, I think, is thirty. Kit Porzingis has a player option coming up. Um, people on the Knicks would, I think they'd love to have him back. Porzingis seems like he wants to come back, not to direct the, the conversation back to the Knicks, but. There, there have been a lot of remarks and like, you know, releases of interviews where he's talking about, oh, I miss New York. I miss New York. So, yeah. So it's fair to assume that he might It'd get It'd be pretty at. cool. It would be, it would it be would, sweet. I wouldn't hate the reunion, to be perfectly uh, honest. But again, we could stay off the Knicks for now. We're back. Yeah, We're on yeah. the Suns. Beal yeah. is 29, but it's Riley with Beal. It's with Beal. It's like his contract is fat, right? Like it's really big. It's, it's like 50. Yeah. Million. Oh my God. Like it's 43. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like cat a little bit. And it's like, yeah. I don't even know what Beal's, what his goals are in the NBA, man. He's 29. Like he hasn't made an all-star team in the last two seasons. He played 40 games last year, 50 games this year. Um, He's still shooting great. From field, like shooting 50% from the field, has some assists, but it's like, I don't know. It's almost like I f- you forget he's even in the league. 
Yeah, I, I don't really think he moves the needle for anybody. Look, yeah. I don't think he moves the needles for New York, personally. No, or, I mean, Golden State, you know, there was always rumors of, like, them making a trade for him. Because he would just be a guy that fits in their system, maybe. But, like... He, he's uh, a shooter, so... I think Bradley Beal, it, it sucks because he's getting paid, like, a number one. But as far as, like, a number two, like, for score... Just scoring-wise, he's pretty fucking great. He's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree. I he's don't a great block getter for sure. But he's he's spent too much time as a number one and being what I would consider a very much of a ball hog. Yeah. And I think he would just be a mess... Uh, unless he's like okay to defer, and the money that comes with it just kind of sucks because if he, you're you're paying him closer to like thirty million, I think it's a little bit more tolerable. But yeah. fifty million for him is crazy. Not to digress too much, but to stay in the West a little bit, like Dame is out this summer, oh. right? Like they have to blow that up. Like how crazy can you be? Like you have to blow that up. I but, but that's the thing. Portland isn't smart. They haven't been smart. I don't understand, smart. though. It can't be Dame and Kevin Knox and Cam Reddish. Like, no, no. and be, Nurk is... can't be what you're trying to do. The Nurkic thing is pointless right now. The, all they've got going for them is a good draft in getting Anthony Simons when they got him and then getting yeah, Shade yeah, on Sharp. Him, Those two guys are nice. But, you know, and they have Dame, obviously. They drafted Dame. But they've had Dame now for over a decade, and the only thing they have to show for it is one Western Conference Finals. They have not done nearly enough to keep them competitive to a degree where you think Portland's going to contend this year and they're going to get to the finals. It's just Damian Lillard and that's it. They ha- and Jeremy Grant was supposed to be like that, that oomph and that didn't even help, you know, but he was playing like a good uh, yeah, number one once Lillard was out. So, and everything changes if you win that lottery on Tuesday. Very true. Everything, everything. changes. If you can get, if the Portland Trailblazers can get women Yama, which I, I don't even know what their odds are. I, I assume it's Houston, Detroit. They got a chance. Oh, they got Tucker. they got a chance. I, I've been doing I'm doing these sim lotteries of the draft lottery, and they keep falling within. I just did one, and they fell first, and they're falling within the top six consistently. So, they're they got a chance. That'd be a hell there. of a gift from God to Damian Lillard. The Lord. Oh, they are right now. Like without me simming anything, they're projected for fifth overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. If Portland's can somehow get the, the frozen envelope and get Wembenyama, obviously the envelope doesn't exist anymore. But um, if they can get Wembenyama, that's suddenly a difference maker. That 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 would be the tipping point where I'm like, all right, they're good. But I, I'm not. I'm very angry at Portland for Damian Lillard's sake. Yeah. And I understand that he's he's he and Beal are similar in that they were like, oh, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And I feel like Lillard had opportunities to leave a while back. Yeah. Should have just he committed to it. He's still. I mean, I once think out of, out of there. I think yeah. Once once Lamarcus was out of there, I think like with Dame, he's thirty two. If you, <sighs> he's getting older, but it's like I just feel like he can still. He's such a good shooter, you know, and he's still pretty quick off the dribble. Like I think he's still got another three four years of like consistent, really high level play. So it's yeah, like it's I, not a know, knock on him to have that go to waste. I think Miami might try to do something to go after him, for sure. Um, yeah, as they should, if they want to stay relevant. Yeah, I'm not trying to knock Damian Lillard by any means. He's a great and fantastic player, and I've seen we've seen it time and time again. Didn't yeah. he have like two 60 point games this year? Um, Was it two 60s or he had a 70? I think. Yeah, he, he put up yeah. 70 this okay. year. Yeah. There we go. He had like 71 or some shit, but you know, like he's a fantastic he player. But 
he can't do it on Portland. Like he needs to go somewhere else. He needs to ring chase. I'm sorry. Like I just he need does. to see him he do does. it. He does. And it's, it's not making me be... irrationally angry. Yeah. So, so that's but... gonna be that's gonna be interesting. But I mean, to go back to Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I think Miles Turner is not a bad idea if you can pull off a trade because Aiton is still kind of young. Like Miles Turner is a little bit older, and then you kind of have this Aiton Halliburton thing. Like just break that up, man. Just break up the Aiton Monty Williams CP3 thing. You got Book and Durant. Add depth. Find a way to add depth around those guys, man. Yeah, you I know? think it would be That's healthier for Aiton to, to leave Phoenix personally. Yeah, I, I agree Me- for sure. I think mentally, it is funny because. Kevin Durant's also another one where I feel mentally he's kind of not the strongest, but you know, mentally DeAndre Ayton just can't handle being given constructive constructive criticism from guys like Book and whatever. And like Chris Paul, I mean, we've heard from for years that Chris Paul's kind of like annoying. I think so. He's probably in Ayton's ear, kind of being a pest. So getting him to a different environment might be better. Rick Carlisle is a historic coach, at least for Dallas. So you know. Change of scenery might might help both te- both Aiton and the Suns in general. Yep, don't disagree at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, and, and it's their only move. They can't really do anything else. Oh. This wasn't a team that was mentioned, but how do we think Utah ends up next year? <sighs> Blow that shit One up. Little tank. tank that. Come on, they should have tanked this year. Like, do you think they try to ta- uh, trade Larry Markkinen? I uh, think he's their or cornerstone. Or do they just keep him? He's their cornerstone? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got uh, him and uh, – the, the, oh, my God. Why can't I – Well, the oh, thing with them, too, is Kessler, Will – Miles Kessler? Walker yeah, Kessler? Yeah, Walker, Walker Kessler. Will Hardy is a great coach. Um, with um, I mean, they finished 10th offensive rating. Um, you get some defensive guys. It's just like – Markkinen's their cornerstone, and they have a bunch of good players. But it's like, yeah, they're yeah. kind of like the Nets a little bit, you know? Yeah. They're like yeah, very actually, very much so. They're, they're no, there's no clear superstar, even though Markkinen yeah. debatably is on his way, his path to that. Macau. And McCall, McCall Bridges, yeah. He yeah. he became, what, uh, one of the best small fours in the league as soon as he got traded to Brooklyn. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, what's crazy about that is, like, we knew, like, people kind of knew – Bridges on his own squad, like he could sort of break out like that. I mean, twenty six a uh, game, it's legit. Yeah, but know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect he had multiple forty point games when he got sent to Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure, and he had a pretty major game in the playoffs for. Yeah, for he did. Like he did. I didn't foresee that type of player, to be honest. From yeah. and Bridges, his contract is a bargain, man. Four years, ninety. That's mm-hmm. crazy, and it's just started. Yeah. And he's nuts. he's out playing so, that. Nets are not in a, a bad spot. The Nets, the Nets have the Suns picks. They have these Rockets picks, I think. No, they trade. Sixers. They give up picks to the Rockets. They have Sixers picks. Sixers. Um, Which tomorrow, game seven. Yeah, game yeah, seven, yeah. Boston Sixers. Yeah. We want to talk about that winning. a little yeah. bit. I, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Celtics. I mean, it, I, I I'm actually rooting for the Sixers, but like, been watching this sport for a little while now. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Celtics, come on, man. We've seen this happen before. Once they won game six, I'm like, the momentum's on their side. Unless, I mean, I, I said it to um, my roommate Derek earlier. Like, this is a legacy-defining game for Joel Embiid tomorrow. Straight up. You know, mm-hmm. MVP, this and that. It's like, 
You've never right. made a conference finals, man. You're always in these game sevens. You lost to Kawhi. You lost to the set. You lost to Trey and the Hawks. Like mm-hmm. you got to cook. Like I think game six, I didn't really watch near the end, but he got the ball. Like he didn't get the ball at the end of the game. Like for the last four minutes, I don't know. You got to demand that ball. Like, I don't know what's up with that. If like the plays aren't being designed for like, I don't know, man, but if they don't win tomorrow, what is Philly going to do? You, like you haven't made a conference finals. Like you're just as good well, as the Knicks, pretty much. And you got Harden and Embiid, technically. Yeah. You know. There's also been the speculation that Harden might seek his way out after the season and go back to Houston for whatever reason. Yeah, that's uh, I'm, that's super super interesting. Um, that's yeah. rumors. Usually, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't see why, but if you get Wembenyama and you're Houston, and then you got Udoka, and then you sign Harden, that team's yeah. fun. Like that's that's a fun. <laughs> Rocket yeah, top team. five seed in the West, maybe if everything pans out well. <laughs> Bro, I that mean, is, that's fair. That's a fun team. So I, I don't know. You know, I mean, they've been trashed the last three years, but um, I mean, say yeah. you have another year of Alfred Sanguin. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, I think I got the Celtics, but who do you guys got? I, I, got I would choose the Celtics. Yes, yeah. Sixers. I think the series is so fucking backwards. I yeah. think Tatum, this Tatum thing where he can't make a shot in the first half. Like that's it has to come back to bite him now. Like unless I mean he could go off. That's the thing. Tatum is also due for one of those forty point like games where he just can't miss. Because at the end of game six he was he was like what one of twelve or something, and then he just hits like three threes in two minutes. Yeah, and every he, single one was just like all net, just like daggers. Yeah, that's the kind of game he needs, but. I don't know. I think Embiid is going to have that type of game tomorrow. Yeah. I think he's going to just hopefully do it. cook. Yeah, do it. I mean, I mean, Nikola Jokic looking like an all-time great right now. He already is, and you know that's the guy that didn't win MVP when there's a good mm-hmm. case he could have won it. You know, I think Embiid well deserved. But it's like if you don't win tomorrow, and if Jokic beats LeBron in the Lakers, man. It's gonna be a conversation. I think it's it would be so perfect to have a Nuggets Sixers finals, because it's like these two big men. They're like the superstars of the modern NBA, and the MVP talks. You've had those MVP talks for the last like three seasons, and just have them to go face to face in the finals would be perfect. That matchup would be great. But we'll see. The only way that happens is going through the Celtics and going through the Heat, which you know they could tough it out against the Sixers. And the Heat, I think, are gonna. I think the Heat beat the Sixers if they play them. I know. Just- Right? It's so tough, which would be like I have respect for the Heat because obviously Spolster is incredible and so is Butler, but like them making the finals and the in, Heroes back in today's and NBA, unless Oladipo's done, but yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be that would be it'd be a legendary because it'd be an AC. It'd be a legendary run, um, a legendary run for sure. And a legit AC. It's not like oh they were sure. just. Like, the Lakers are a seventh seed, but, like, they kind of came all together during the season. The Heat were yeah. just always an eighth seed, seventh and eighth seed. They were seventh. They, they, they were, like, at one point, fourth or fifth seed, fell down the standings, were borderline out of the playoffs because they were in the play-in, lost the first game against Atlanta. Like, they were legitimate they were the seventh seed, actually, which is kind of funny. Yeah, they yeah. started off as the seventh seed, fell down to eighth, obviously, and then uh, you know fought their way into eighth seed. So, I mean, you got to give credit to the Heat for for beating the Knicks and advancing, even beating the Bucks. They beat the number one seed with debatably the best player in the NBA. You know, they, they Which, just have a, 
uh, uh, I don't even know the word. Go ahead. Sorry. You mentioned best player in the NBA. I think we're getting to the point where I think Jokic, like watching Jokic in the series against the Suns, it was just like this guy's is. They are levels, yeah. and he. I think he's on his own level at this point. I think yeah. he is number one. I think we've gotten to like the LeBron point where it's like, like I was cool with Embiid winning MVP. The same way, like I don't think LeBron deserved MVP every year, but LeBron was the best player. Like yeah, of all the seasons that's where he just went MVP. With Jokic now. Yeah, like Jokic, maybe he's not technically the MVP because of 82 games, all this stuff, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But like if tomorrow there was a game seven, my first yeah. pick at this point is Jokic. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jokic was .2 assists averaging from averaging a triple-double. Like, yeah, man, he's, he's just different. He, his feel for the game is so good. It's just, can he get that ring? You know, can he get that ring? Look, here's the thing. Now Dude. you got Jamal Murray. Um, I, I think you know, the favorite. I, they got to be. I mean, the Lakers Nuggets. This series is going to be interesting because it's a rematch. It's a rematch. But oh man, but like it's a different Nuggets team now. Um, this is going to come down to coaching a little bit, in my opinion, too. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I remember that Lakers team, man. They they ran, they ran all these plays where it was like LeBron would post up in the free throw line or AD and then someone would be at the top of the three point line. They feed him and like kick out the shooter. So that, that's how they would beat. That's kind of how you beat a zone. Honestly, is like running that type of scheme. Um, and they cooked the nuggets, you know, and AD had that buzzer beater and the Lakers got momentum, but like the nuggets just are like handling guys. They're handling teams. And AD is going to match up defensively pretty well with Jokic, in my opinion, better than Looney or Draymond would. So, I don't know, man. I think the series goes six or seven for sure. I'd love the Nuggets to win, but sadly, yeah. like I can't really root against LeBron and the Lakers if they made it this far. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, no. you know, they're gonna lose in the conference finals. I don't know. Like, I think the Denver. I mean, anything's gonna possible. Be a big thing. Yeah, uh, you think so? Yeah. Well, I, I think, wow. I think the they bubble. play with a lot of pace. They didn't and deal the bubble, with that. They didn't have to no. deal with that. There no. was a lot of things that that bubble series had. Like, you know, all credit to that Lakers team. They won, but like. The Nuggets Man. were coming off two brutal seven-game series where they had to yep. come back from 3-1. Like, they were running on fumes at yeah, that they point. They beat the Clippers, and then they, they beat the Jazz and the Clippers? Yep. The bubble? Yeah, that was a, those are tough. And it was nuts. It, it was nuts the way they had to do that. And, like, they still, like, then had to go and play the Lakers. So, like, they didn't now, have Aaron Gordon then. I think they had they Jamal Murray Gordon, and Michael they Porter KCP. Jr. But they didn't have KCP. Porter Jr. at that point was um, – Mike Porter Jr.'s defense also gotten better too. He used to yeah. be like just a cone. He's no longer a cone. I think Jokic, some way, somehow, was also better than he was yeah. back then, which is I crazy agree. to think about. Yeah. But like the, the the starting five from one to five in uh, Denver is actually the best we've seen it since Jokic took over, essentially. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, in fairness, because uh, obviously the Denver era with Carmelo. I mean, there was a good starting five there, I'm sure, but it wasn't nearly this caliber Jamal Murray is a freak of nature at point guard KCP is a champion in his own right obviously he's not some like number one option but he's a good wing to have and then like you said Michael Porter Jr. has improved himself and he's also a good shooter and then Aaron Gordon is a good defender and also a good shooter and just can contribute he can put the ball on the floor too and get to the rim whenever at will and then you got Jokic if if you look at that team and the lineups um that Nuggets team, you had 
I'm trying to find like the basketball reference for the, oh I can actually find it for the playoffs. The guys that really played the most minutes it was like Jamal Murray, Jokic, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, Monte Morris, Gary Harris, Tory Craig, Plumlee. Now you're talking, you know, you got Aaron Gordon, you got guys that got better like Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Bruce Brown, Bruce Bruce Brown, Brown now, um, Jeff Green is on that Jeff team. Green. Minutes. Jeff. Christian Christian Brown is, um, I that guess he's rookie. a good defender. He's a nice rookie. He's, he's getting he's minutes. Got good energy. Yeah, he's got a good energy. I mean, this is going to be a hell of a series. Miami, I'm just such a hater. I'm so sick of watching them. Um, <laughs> you know, I, get them off I, my screen, please. Get them off my screen. Like I, the West, this Western conference matchup is going to be, um, it's going to be a good one, man. Jokic is coming for that ring. I mean, I, I, it, it's so interesting because like we have this new era of the NBA, and by new era I mean like post Warriors KD, like this new era with parity. You're fi- the Giannis was like the first new superstar to win a ring, right? Like outside of Steph and LeBron and like KD and like those guys, because that was all the twenty yeah. tens. So now it's like the guys that need to win rings, not like need to, but it's like the guys that like this is going to be the twenty twenties are going to be their decade that defines their legacies. Like Jokic, it's Giannis winning another one. It's Embiid. It's Luca. You know, Booker. it's Booker. Booker. Yeah, it's guys like that. So it's like. You want to see, in my opinion, just as a fan, like I want to see each guy at least win a ring, like each year. Like I want to see what's going to happen. Too. You know, like I think as a fan, like yeah, LeBron winning his fifth, sure, that'd be legacy defining, whatever. But like I want to see Jokic win his first. Like prove that you're like all time great. Win a chip. It's not going to be easy. You know, you got a good team. This is the best. Like it's, you lose to the Lakers in like five or six. It's like what are you going to like? You don't retool this team. This team is per- like you have everything you need. Just mm-hmm. like the Celtics, it's like with them, there's all this speculation. It's like you have everything you need. Like Malcolm Brogdon comes off the bench for you. What the fuck? The Celtics are so good. Yeah. You don't retool that team, you know? So um, I think it's going to come down this series to Jamal Murray, though, because yeah. I think um, Jokic is going to get his. And yeah. Jamal Murray, I think they're probably going to have Vanderbilt on him. And if Vanderbilt can, you know, make an impact. Yeah. It, it, that's a big problem for Denver because I think the Lakers game plan is just probably going to be like, all right, Jokic, you can score 40 every night, but yeah. somebody else is going to have to beat us. Uh, like, That's what it should and, be. And they'll let them play one-on-one. I think it'll be interesting if they have, if AD and Jokic guard each other. I know you mentioned AD matching up with Jokic, but like that takes a lot from AD and it also pulls them a lot away from being a help side defender. If you can, I think it'll be interesting. Maybe they do a little bit of LeBron on Jokic because LeBron can kind of is strong and like you'll have the quickness advantage uh, that Jokic like. It's weird because Jokic is both big and strong and like chunky, but like still faster in like all the posts and every other big man like he goes up and he's always like just juking people on and all that stuff. So if you have LeBron guarding him and then AD being the weak side help for LeBron on Jokic, I think that'd be pretty, pretty dynamite. And then you just let Vanderbilt and everybody else try and get whatever they can. But if they can get out in space, Denver against uh, LA, it'll be a short series, but just the way the Lakers play, they slow down the game so much to get free throws. Like, Well, you yeah. got LeBron and AD just like beating Flopping you up. all over the place and stuff, you know. And then Reeves just being annoying. Oh my God, Reeves. Yeah. that half court shot Reeves hit yesterday it was crazy, crazy. 
He's, it's re, crazy. Re, he's like a real legit player in the league, man. It's like out of nowhere. Yeah. It's out of nowhere. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like last year when he first popped up and there was that meme of him listening to LeBron, you know, talk about a play. <laughs> and he's kind yeah. of just like – and then now he's honestly one of the best contributors on that team. Obviously, you got guys like Rui Vanderbilt and um, Schroeder and uh, – Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. It's kind of nuts know. how they went from like just LeBron and AD uh, to like a bunch of guys. Team, Dude, yeah, a legit team. Like I know I can go look at the trade too, but I still don't know how they did it. I don't know how they had the assets to get them that getting much. Vanderbilt was BS. Like there's no way they could like uh, every other team in the NBA should have made a better offer than that. Like the Suns, yeah. if the Suns had Vanderbilt, like that'd be huge for them. Huge. A team yeah. that. Dude. So, even, even Rui Hachimura, the Rui Hachimura acquisition is huge. If the Rui's Suns get big. one of Vanderbilt or Rui or both somehow, like that's an infinitely better team, as, as well as getting Durant if they and end up getting him. Every playoff team honestly could have used those guys because yeah. yeah. Rui's been just scoring points really efficiently as a nice spark plug off the bench. Like, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of games come down to that type of stuff. And then you have like Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker's not a bad player, and he barely – he wasn't getting too many minutes, and then obviously he has a game he goes off where, you know, pretty much ended yeah, the Warriors yeah. season uh, yeah. there. But yeah. they've gone from a, a team with nobody to, like, a team where LeBron doesn't even dominate the ball anymore. Like, LeBron is uh, – when they won in the bubble, every – LeBron was, like, the point guard. He averaged, like, 10 assists or something. Ball was yeah. always in his or AD's hands. Now they run like a lot of stuff for like Reeves is initiated, Delos uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, this is a good basketball team. This isn't like a great performances. Like obviously AD defensively has been uh, incredible. Maybe like the best defender in the league right now. But it's like a team built that, for like for LeBron to try to win ring number five and six. Oh, I can't if I, I, I can hear six. It, I know. Oh, Bamba too, who is hurt or he just like doesn't yeah. play. No, no, he he's been hurt, and that he's another one that they got. That I'm like, Crazy, how they bro. went from having yeah. nobody to getting like nine players in yeah. the trade market and the free agency market. Like I just don't get it, man. I, this is my gripe about the Lakers, like or LeBron teams. It always comes together somehow, and that's what pisses me off. Yeah. The but, guys uh, play with so much confidence because they're like, oh, I play with LeBron. So it like yeah. instills that confidence with you. Like it's like yeah. the guys that were on like the, the last dance team or like mm-hmm. with all Jordan's teams, it's like you know you're on like an all time great team. Like you know what you're competing for something bigger and you have a real shot because you have LeBron James. So it's like super interesting to see how yeah, these guys man, I mean search. guys like Steve Kerr and Paxton were hitting big shots for Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you get you get this this like you said, a confidence boost. But yeah. man, credit to Rob Palinka, you know. So. Yeah, after his big uh, yeah. fuck up last year with Westbrook, which not to pile on Westbrook, but it's just so funny, like seeing the the Lakers were like really good. They got Westbrook. They were didn't make the playoffs. Then they're not going to make the playoffs. They get rid of Westbrook at the deadline, and now they're four games away from the finals. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not his fault, but, like, he was just such a bad fit for them. So to see now what this team, I guess, could have been last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. 
the Lakers weren't this good last year because they probably would have also made the finals. Uh, yep. Or, or Lakers sure. Warriors would have been a sick series last year too. That last year it would have been really good. Yep. For yeah. sure. Yeah, we've been doing it an hour. Is it about time yeah. to wrap up? Yeah, we can yeah. wrap up. I guess if you guys wanted to drop some fire takes, hot takes, boiling hot takes. I guess hot takes for anything, huh? All right. Yeah, uh, here's, my hot, here's my hot take. Victor Wembanyama, first overall, Houston Rockets, six seed, out of wow. the plan. Ime Udoka, Harden signs with the Rockets. <laughs> Alperin Sengun, another year. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, mm. Jabari Smith Jr. Mm. Come on, man. You got a couple vets in there? Let's talk, man. Rockets going to be back. They got some Nets draft picks. They're ready to make some moves. Uh, they got a good coach. I think next year they're going to surprise some teams. They're going to surprise some guys. You know, the West is going to be – that's going to be crazy for the West, man. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a respectable take. That's my That's take. a respectable yeah. take. Yeah. I'm yeah. high on the Rockets, man. I don't know what it is. I like they got Udoka. I like I like I like to see them like play actual hoops, not just like shooting a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah, they were a mess this year. I want to see what they can do because they, they have all these such good young players that it's like, in at least if not next year, two three years from now, it's like all right, they're gonna be a good team. Like there's no way they aren't just with the skill they have. You know, Sengwin's like a mini Jokic, honestly, and I think Udoka will run the ball through it. Like Silas just was not a good coach, so it's like, you know, what's Udoka gonna get out of them? He's gonna bring that dog out in them for sure. Say that. That's Agreed. my take. My hot take: It's gonna be Heat Nuggets Finals, and I have the Heat being the Nuggets somehow, no some way. way, somehow. Spolstrup and Butler are gonna miss, do some yeah. devil magic, and they're gonna get their rank. Well, Hero comes back that series? Tyler Hero back that series? Do they need him? Good question. Good question. Man, that would solidify Jimmy. I mean, he's already going to be a Hall of Famer, but that would be all time. All time. He That would really elevate It'd him be crazy. Historic, if he playoff ring. historic if he wins that ring. Yeah. They got them. I can't even hate if that happens, man. I mean, that's that would be crazy. Yep. Bob, you got one? May not so hot take. Yeah, it would probably just just be kind of going back on what I thought before, because I, I do think the Sixers can figure it out. I want to say it's going to be a Sixers-Nuggets final. We get the matchup of the set battle for MVP this year, and Jokic gets his finals MVP and wins the first ring ever in Denver Nuggets history. Yeah, that would be big. That would be I mean, the first ring. Yeah. We, we just saw, well, it wasn't oh the first, God, but we Jokic for seven saw Jan win, win that ring. and Going seven games and beat Jokic. Oh, make me cream my pants, man. Sorry, <laughs> family it's, podcast. No, uh, no, nah, nah, we're good. We're, we we allow that stuff here. Sometimes. Well, it's been yeah. like an hour, so the family podcast after dark. Yeah, true that. True that. <laughs> the stuff. Yeah, no we're no we're doubt. an adult swim right now. No doubt, no doubt. So, but yeah, that that that'll be the uh, the end of things. And uh, I appreciate you guys jumping in on here. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, yes, sir. usual stuff like follow, share, and uh, go Knicks. Good pod. Let's go. Great. Peace. Talk to you, gents, later. Nice.